Welcome once again to Open House with Team Reba. I'm Reba House of Team Reba, Remax Metro East Side. And Eric Osnes here from Homebridge Financial Home Mortgage. Happy weekend. Happy weekend to you too, oh, sir. Here we go, celebrating over six years now on the air with Open House with Team Reba. I know, it's incredible. That went it's fast. Absolute. Yeah, I know. I know, it went super fast. I can't believe, well, it's six years of this and then... Um, how long that we've been working together now? <laughs> 18 <laughs> plus 19, years? something I think it like is. that. It's been a while. Yeah. 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 I was going to say. And I still back, have the same color hair. Oh, I, I <laughs> knew you were going to go there. It's, I'm going to, I'm going to give you partial responsibility for this because it's all these end of the month closings. You know, every time, you know, there what goes another hair. <laughs> That's, that's why I'm bald. It's from all those month end closings, you know. It's yeah, no, I trust not, me. I'm I, not complaining, I but I know. But the, well, I know you have more closings than I do, just because of what you do. Mm. But I am actually surprised that being in the industry this long, I look at some of my colleagues from my office, and they've all gone gray. Yeah, <laughs> I know. Because we all started around the same time in like our 30s. Yeah. And we're all in our fifties now, and I'm oh. so far. I'm the only one I know who's still got their natural hair color, which we all found out was true during COVID. <laughs> <laughs> right. Well, I don't know about that. You know, no, it's... no, 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 no. I'm saying because women dye their hair. Right. Oh yeah. No. So I suddenly, you. all of the you know yeah. the hair was showing more and more and more in the gray. <laughs> they got kind of doing that two tone thing. Yeah. yeah. Some of them finally just went. No, screw it. And they, they realized how much money they were saving by not right. getting their hair done. What do they just do? One of those like fake, you know, things when they're on their, their um, Zoom calls and all of that? It's where I have. Oh, the screen. Yeah. You know what? Actually, a lot of women I know were doing um, a lot of the hair up and yeah. you know, that kind of oh, thing. So, boy. yeah. Anyway. You get the backgrounds, you know, every the, mm-hmm. the virtual backgrounds and everything. I know. Every now I and laugh. Then, I have one guy that he's on one of these calls all the time. He's got the virtual background. It looks like, uh, I think it's um, from Harry Potter or something. It's like this big fancy palatial library. And I know he's in a trailer. He's like in the in his like RV. You know, so he goes out there to make his calls. It's like every now and then you get a little peek of the, you know, the, the wood paneling. Oh, my gosh. That's very funny. <laughs> oh, well. <laughs> Yeah, I actually, I have a few people who they'll try and show you something while they're doing one of those background screens. And you're like, as soon as you do that, I'll, we, we can't see what the thing is. They're like, here, look at this. And you're like, it's I like, can't, uh, I, I can't look at that at all because you have a background screen. <laughs> so it's just green screening on us. Oh boy. Well, we've all transitioned though. You know, now it's ubiquitous. It's everywhere. Yes. And uh, I remember that was, that was quite the deal. And uh, a year ago, I don't know if you tried like a year ago, trying to find a webcam, mm-hmm. you know, like oh, the prices mm-hmm. doubled. You could barely oh, get yeah. one if you were lucky. Mm-hmm. You know, that was one of the manifestations of the the chip shortage, you know, that's, that's still going on. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So crazy times. We oh, live in. yes. Yeah. I hear you. Actually, one of the reasons, um, well because we've been talking about that kind of stuff here on the show. Mm-hmm. So as you know, I am in the process of buying a couple of rental properties. I'm doing mm-hmm. a 1031 tax deferred exchange. And in the process of one of them being purchased, I saw that in the listing, they weren't planning on doing um, transfer of the washer and dryer or the refrigerator. And I was like, oh, hey, since those are only like one to three years old, I was like, 
how about I just offer a little more in my offer? <laughs> As like a credit yeah, yeah, to yeah. pay for those Absolutely. and have you leave them. And then it saves you the cost of moving them cross country because I found out they were moving to New York State. So I made it totally sound like, let me just help you out there. Yeah, like yeah. I'm offering you basically the same amount of a brand new yeah. set of these I, things. I won't even charge you. <laughs> I was like, because <laughs> the last thing I wanted to do was be like, oh crap, i got to replace exactly. these things now. Right. So That's I think- a problem. I, yeah. I, oh yeah. I waited three months for a dishwasher. Yeah. yeah, well, so I feel very I happy that they had replaced all in this one house. They'd replaced pretty much every appliance over the last one to four years. Right. And I was, in fact, our, our guest was very happy when I sent her the list of all the things that had been upgraded in this home. <laughs> um, because uh, our listeners, uh, we have Gail Welfringer from First Market Insurance with us again. And she's working with me on the quotes for these houses. So yay, yes. glad you're here with us again. Welcome. <laughs> but yes, so she was also happy to see there was so much new stuff. In this Absolutely. House. That's good. Especially since it was built in 1950. Yes, Got to worry about those shortages. Did I talk, I can't remember on our last episode, did I talk about magnesium? I, don't think. I think you did at some point because I was thinking about the Pepto-Bismol but, <laughs> or something like that every time you bring it I, up. I can't remember. That's probably not right. A, but <laughs> it might have been reason. on a Facebook Live or something like that. But uh, that's our next big crisis in our country is magnesium. And why is that? Because magnesium is a critical element to make a lot of the aluminum alloys that are used to make mm. cars, trucks, ah. and other big durable goods. And we have a looming shortage of magnesium. Why? Uh, because of a power crisis in China. Uh, they're running out of coal, and the price of coal is skyrocketing. It takes a lot of energy to make aluminum and magnesium. And the magnesium mines, the, there's one big town in China that's responsible for the majority of the magnesium production, and 85% of the world. And they have shut down all but 15 of their factories. And even those remaining factories are only running at about half capacity. And oh, wow. the, the, the problem with magnesium is it, it doesn't have a very long shelf life. You've got to mix it up, you know, to make aluminum. And, uh, and so you, you can't just like stockpile it. It, it will go bad. It'll oxidize. Right. So Europe is expected to run out of magnesium this month. And uh, oh, wow. in the U.S., we still we produce some magnesium, so we've still got some supplies. Uh, but this is going to be the next impact on the auto industry, especially oh, wow. uh, because you can't make aluminum alloys without magnesium, and you can't make cars without aluminum. You know, the last time I took my Infinity in for mm -hmm. um, servicing, which I need to do again soon to get like a, a larger big yeah. service, they offered to buy it. Um, they didn't offer to buy it. Um, but I had mentioned to a gentleman who works there, uh, who's a friend of mine, that um, I had my Honda S2000. And mm -hmm. he's like, oh, dude. Yeah. Like that thing That's is a money worth car even now. more now. Mm -hmm. And I thought, really? Oh, yeah. I, and I'm glad because I, I almost thought about selling it a year or oh, two no, ago. No, no. Hang on to it. And now, uh, yeah, and that's yeah. what I keep thinking. But yeah, it's um Plus it has, the, it has the millennial anti-theft device on it as well. Uh, because it's stick shift. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I kind of love the fact that it's stick shift because, yeah, most people can't, a lot yeah. of people can't drive it. <laughs> uh, no, that's right. They get in, they're like, what am I going to do with this thing? Yeah, yeah, I, yeah there's exactly. There's an extra pedal in here. <laughs> you know, the weirdest thing about having that car is I've had nightmares about it being stolen mm -hmm. and just torn apart. And right. I don't, 
It's yeah. the weirdest thing. I've owned it for, I, I got it in 2001. Yeah. So it was the yeah. second year of the car coming out. And for whatever reason, I have had actual nightmares. Mm. Now, part of it too is because of how the car is being taken from me. Sometimes it's violent. Other times it's like, I just, I walk out of somewhere and I'm like, oh, where's my car? Where is it? Yeah. Where is it? Where is it? Well, and it's just like the strangest thing. Yeah. But I don't know. I can, so that's I can another help, thing we have to worry about that. talking insurance there you go. Exactly. today here on the show. Yeah. We, I can help you with that. But yeah. So, <laughs> anyway, well, let's do a quick anyway. update on, on rates yes. and the market. Yes. They're not, they're not being stolen from us yet, are they? Uh, no. We're, we're, they're not we're, we're, we're getting catching there, on though. fire uh, or going into <laughs> well, absence of... We'll see. Availability. We'll see. Yeah. Okay. It's, uh, fortunately, uh, you know, this magnesium shortage, like other things, is in, causes inflation. It causes the prices of vehicles mm-hmm. to rise. Inflation is the hobgoblin of the bond market. Yes, it is. We hate inflation. And uh, so what's happening, um, you know, looking forward here, uh, and, and actually after this week, uh, we mm-hmm. are going to be into tapering by the Federal right. Reserve as they're trying to now calm the inflation they, that they let roll on way too long. Right. So the Fed will start tapering. They're going to cut back their purchases of treasury securities and mortgage-backed securities. Mm-hmm. And they're going to start fairly gently. We we estimate probably by $15 billion, uh, every month. Right now, they're buying about $40 billion in mortgage securities and $80 billion every month in treasuries. Uh, they're also reinvesting the billions that they already, excuse me, the trillions that they already have on their, their balance sheet. Mm-hmm. So as they kind of do this, um, they'll be kind of cutting back, tapering, tapering, tapering. So by about July of next year, they will stop purchasing new treasury securities and mortgage-backed securities. They're still going to be reinvesting to about $540 billion, you know, in a year. Okay. So this isn't, you know, they're, they're starting to back out of the market a little bit. The last time the Fed tapered was back in 2013, and they just did stop cold turkey, and that's when we had what we called the taper tantrum. Mm-hmm. We saw rates rise rapidly. Let's not go cold turkey. We got no. Thanksgiving coming. That's exactly right. <laughs> So right now, um, you know, we're, we're, we're kind of I can't just help myself. We're keeping an eye on it. Uh, mortgage rates are not going to rocket up because we've been anticipating this mm-hmm. tapering for a very long time. And, and many believe it's, it's mm-hmm. way late, you know, inflation yeah. is, it's been bad, probably upwards of 6% right now, if you yeah. really take an honest look at it. So it needs to come down. It needs to be around 2% or so to be healthy, you know, and it's, it's, we're way beyond that at this point. Uh, mortgage rates are hanging in there right now, though. Mm-hmm. You know, okay. we are we are trending up, no question about it. Right. But right now, the national average thirty-year fixed rate is three point one eight percent. We've Still been as good. low as two point seven five this year, so you know right. we're, we're up a bit. Fifteen-year um, fixed rates are averaging two point five seven percent. FHA and VA loans, 2.8%. Okay. Uh, so those are still firmly under 3% mark. Nice. And jumbo mor- mortgages uh, are hovering around 3.14% right now. Uh, so still still fairly good. Fantastic it, for the jumbo market. Yes, it honestly. is. Now, the jumbo market as of today is $765,250 in King Pierce, Nahomish counties. Mm-hmm. That number will be going up in a couple of weeks. Yes. So typically around Black Friday is yep. when, when that uh, new loan limit is announced. Uh, it's funny, this year a lot of lenders have kind of jump the gun a bit. They're anticipating the numbers increasing. So to be ultra competitive, they're they're already offering some loans above the, the five hundred and sixty 
uh, $5,000, sort of what we call a conforming limit. They're going up mm-hmm. to about maybe six fifty, and calling it a conventional conforming loan. But the jumbo stuff above seven sixty-five. That'll mm-hmm. happen right around Black Friday. Okay. Well, we got more Open House at Team Rima coming up with Gail Wellfringer from First Mark Insurance. Going to be talking about some Say really hi, interesting Gail. topics. So stay tuned. We're going to be ma- back more <laughs> Open House with Team Rima. Welcome back to Open House with Team Reba. I'm Eric Osnes from Homebridge Financial. And I'm Reba Haas from Team Reba. And we're here every Saturday from 2 to 3 o'clock bringing information on real estate and finance. Also on Sundays from 3 to 4. And always on podcast. Yes, always, always on podcast. So we've been doing this for six years and all of our podcast shows are uploaded to Buzzsprout and they go out to any of the podcast sites that you want to use. Yeah, that's really cool. I mean, just Google Open House with Team Reba. You'll see all this content. Mm-hmm. And if you're thinking, you know, you can't sleep at night, you want to know about insurance, well, you could listen today. But let's say down the road, it's like, what were they talking about? You can just go back and it'll oh, good. all be I'm, okay. available and indexed. Okay. I was a little so nervous that you were going to say, if you need to fall asleep um, and you want something <laughs> to help lull you back into your slumber when you've woken up in the middle of the night, I wasn't sure where you were oh, going with that no. one. <laughs> like, our show is actually kind of, you know, peppy. So it is. I think we yeah. probably wake someone up more than anything. <laughs> You might be right about that. Yeah. Hopefully not, you know, giving anybody nightmares. We'll try to yes, avoid that. Yes, like me and my Honda. Can. Right, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Everybody's peeking me out their windows now. Is my car the Honda still there? being stolen, yes. Oh, boy. But, um, yes. Uh, so, anyway, move, moving on to other things. Um, just real quick, though, um, because you did a market update, market yeah. rate. I want to know what's um, going on with the real I, estate market. I, yeah, because, man, I just got to tell you, I continue watching every day about what is happening in um, my side of the market, right? And even though people think there's this seasonal slowdown, mm-hmm. we're just still not seeing it. No. You know, uh, there's just not enough inventory. In fact, I'll give you an example. Um, today, I had an email f- um, come in from a past client. Actually, you just did their pre approval. Mm-hmm. Um, and they were saying, we're kind of thinking about it. Still not sure where we want to be. I've got to help them. We're going to set up an appointment to really kind of narrow down like the location. But in her email, she has, well, I'm also kind of considering, well, maybe we should just try and do new construction. And I'm curious about your thoughts of that. And should we just Mm -hmm. get a builder? And I'm like, Mm -hmm. how long do you want to wait? Right. Between the permitting process, getting a builder, supply chain dynamics around construction, and the higher cost of building right now. Mm-hmm. I'm like, she obviously hasn't been um, looking that deeply into the marketplace itself. No. Um, so even though the resale market is still really busy right now, it's the best place to be able to get your housing because the new construction is is difficult. It is. And even just talking about supply chain issues, you know, those have really impacted the construction yeah. industry. I have 100%. I have several um, new construction transactions, other parts of the country that have been held up for two months now waiting Mm -hmm. for appliances, a garage door, right? you know, things like that, that it's, you're just sitting there waiting. Yeah. 
So yeah, you got to be careful about that. And then you know, when, quick question though: when you say a garage door, you mean a garage door opener or the actual garage door itself? The actual garage door itself, which okay. which in this case happened to be aluminum, and you know, so yeah. we just talked about magnesium. You know, right. we've got this this problem. So yeah, it, these it these, makes me wonder what kind of other um, interesting materials that have been kind of on defense for people mm-hmm. that have been waiting for a marketplace to really rise up. Maybe this is that time. Well, I mean, it started with lumber. Lumber prices mm-hmm. skyrocketed. Now it's some of the durable goods. Do you remember even... Well, I wonder if someone's going to start doing like 3D printing of garage doors. <laughs> <laughs> Could happen. You know, Can so, you imagine? Sometimes like it takes a... Yep. Yep. Put one of those things together. Many crises, you know, <laughs> spawn, you know, ingenuity. Oh, yeah. Data is going to be definitely... like ripping up. Oh, well, or start thinking about... Um, some of the like the properties that are sitting vacant, or suddenly Oof. things may start disappearing. Yeah, well, Who that's knows? already happening. Yeah, yeah. Unfortunately, houses Not aren't made I'm out of catalytic to... converters. Right. You know, but yeah. uh, no, we got to be careful about that. But you know, the other issue of of, of waiting, you know, because that's the other one. Do I wait? Do I wait to buy? Right. You know, if if you're, I gave an example the other day on my my weekly kind of market updates. Mm-hmm. If I took a twenty five hundred dollar mortgage payment and rates go up by one percent, I'm mm-hmm. losing. $70,000 in buying power. Mm-hmm. And think about how much less yeah. house 70000 gets you for the same monthly payment. You know, yeah. it's, oh, it's huge. It's a big, big difference. Yep, 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 yeah. Yep. So yeah. anyway. That's a bathroom. That's another bedroom. Oh, for sure. Square footage. Yep. Different neighborhood. It can yep. really make a difference. Absolutely. So, yep. Absolutely. So okay. buying it is, is one aspect that's super important, but insuring it and keeping that home safe is another yes and actually i think it's great that gail is on with us again because um those two properties i'm buying right now are two really great examples of completely opposite issues that you might run into when uh getting quotes so um let's get into it but eric actually you had wanted to get to some particular topics around insurance first i want to do that before i I, I have stuff. a few that I'd love to talk about, you know, and one of them, especially since we're, we're deep into getting into winter here is floods, mm-hmm. you know, what flood insurance, water damage. Yeah. We know, just you, had some big storms recently and there was a lot of river flood warnings. You get bet. those rivers up, you get the water, the soil damp, mm-hmm. throwing, oh, yeah. a, throwing a 50, 60 mile an hour windstorm and, mm-hmm. and then Gail's going to be real busy. <laughs> yes. 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 Exactly. And, yeah. Exactly. So... Yeah, we are, uh, you know, here in the Northwest, we are blessed with not having the burden of a lot of catastrophes, right? So we don't Mm -hmm. have to deal with tornadoes or hurricanes, and we watch Mm -hmm. it on the news, and we think, oh boy, aren't I glad I don't live in Florida. But we do have (laughs) one little sneaky bandit that does happen to creep up on us from time to time, and that is water. Mm -hmm. Yeah. We Lots are wet of water. pretty much all the time, and mm-hmm. sometimes we're more wet than other times. Right, so right. Water always finds the line of least resistance, and that tends to be somehow on top of us when we're living in our homes. So, mm-hmm. yeah, it either comes up from the ground or it comes down on top of our roofs. And this last windstorm, we did see a lot of damage from mm-hmm. trees that fall. Mm-hmm. And it One just of my is, neighbors. Yeah. Yeah. It's just life in the Northwest. You know, we, we love our trees, but... 
you know, newsflash, mm-hmm. they're gonna they fall from time to time, mm-hmm. and uh, <laughs> and they they go they're through not everything. No, they don't. Yeah. So yeah, so um, don't make fun of blue tarps when you go buy houses. Those are just poor people trying to get their darn insurance claim adjusted because yeah. the, of the issue with building materials <laughs> supply right. and demand right. right now. Yeah. yeah. So. Um, which brings up another, you had mentioned it, Eric, and I just wanted to put in a plug for uh, all those hard work and insurance adjusters out there trying mm. to do their best. Yeah, uh, We do have a big issue right now with supply. Mm. And while it is inconvenient to not have a dishwasher, it's a whole lot more inconvenient to not have a roof. Mm. Yes. So um, patience is the key word. Everyone's trying their darndest, but there is a there is a big, big issue. And claims are taking longer not because mm-hmm. insurance companies are dragging their feet. They would love to get those claims closed. They're it's, inundated. They're inundated, and they just can't get supplies. There just isn't anything yeah. moving yeah. fast. And I don't know. I don't really know if we can blame this 100% on the pandemic. I mean, obviously, mm-hmm. we saw some things happen right away, and the market did kind of make its way back. So there is just some sort of, I don't know, trucks aren't moving across the highways fast enough. That's part enough. of it. Yeah, I, yeah, absolutely. That's part of it. And all the ships that are, you know, floating around in Elliott Bay and all the way out into the strait, uh, you know, those, those are supplies. Mm-hmm. And they're not mm-hmm. getting into port because there's no place to unload them and no trucks to haul them away once they make it to the ports. So right. it's, it's a big problem. Yeah. Well, yeah. now... With, and, and Gail, you're with Firstmark Insurance, and but you you represent multiple lines. Is this this issue across the board, or are there? I know some insurance companies have like their preferred people that they they want you to use, and and all of that. Are there differences between insurance companies about how quickly your claim can get settled or your your home can get repaired? Yeah, I think I, I think um, I I can't really pinpoint the the number of years or a decade or whatnot that it's taken place, but I will tell you. Over the course of some a handful of years, insurance carriers collectively have sort of changed the way they're settling claims. They used to be, well, if you had a claim, then you had to go through this vendor, and mm-hmm. this contractor's going to come out, and they're going to do the work. And now what we're seeing more times than not is we're seeing the insurance company say, go get a bid, send us the bid, let us write you a check, and, and then you go, go get deal your with stuff it. fixed. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've seen that more and yes. more, for sure. Yeah. yeah. So I think from the consumer standpoint, it really behooves us to um, have our resources in place. Mm-hmm. I've given out more names for more roofers and more tree service. I mean, I'm just yeah. I'm collecting right. all these resources now. So it's all about resources and being able to do that. And then there still is a delay. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. I had two roof this last windstorm. I got lucky. I said I had two clients that had uh, trees go down. One went on a shop and the other went on a garage or no a horse arena as a matter of fact oh, but we wow. got lucky on that one it didn't do too much lucky damage was the name of the horse yeah lucky lucky was the name of the horse it was on the other side of the arena <laughs> seriously <laughs> it happened but um oh, gosh. you know it took down a tree and so it took out down a power line yeah and so then this was the whole tag team thing like well the pud said to call the fire department the fire department said well we're not doing anything till pud comes out so it was just it mm, it, it mm-hmm. kind of got ugly quick but um I guess the point of the whole thing is that at the end of the day, it was the customer who was just told, go get the estimates, give us the estimates, give us some photos, Mm -hmm. we'll write you a check and send you on your merry way, Mm -hmm. which turned around and came back to me like, hey, I need a roofer, I need a this, I need a that. So I would say that the insurance agents uh, that are worth their weight in gold would be those that would 
really arm themselves with those resources and right. vet those vent those contractors and roofers and mm-hmm. all that so they have resources. well more reason to work with somebody local like you because if you have just a 800 number you're going to call and you're talking mm-hmm. to somebody in texas or, yeah, or wherever resources yeah they, they're not going to be able to help you with any of that right, right right and i think where those insurance companies are kind of domiciled if you will mm-hmm. you know they know the area i think the mm-hmm. challenges that we sometimes run into and it's not very often because we do tend to use regional carriers that are familiar with this area mm-hmm. is if you're dealing with a carrier that's not necessarily from here or doesn't mm-hmm. know this and you know they kind of sort of just oh i guess we'll do insurance in washington you know there's a lot of people there there's money to be made yeah. but they don't understand our environment and right. so trees yeah. uh, tree falls down mm-hmm. and then they're like well what do you what what do we do about that you know i don't we don't know what we're in florida right so right. um mm-hmm. we don't have trees fall down so I think that is a big one there is uh, just kind of a note to consumers is, yeah, really, really make sure you're working with someone local. And just a plug for all those agents out there is that having someone to call isn't just about having someone to call. It's about you got a problem and these people mm-hmm. know how to fix it mm-hmm. because we're all connected. You guys are connected in your business. You have all exactly. kinds of resources. And that's yeah. what it's all about is getting to those resources. And you mentioned mm-hmm all the abilities for us to be on social media and on the internet and everything like that it's just huge it's so valuable and getting good reviews on some of these you know i've got a handful of roofers that i would send out to anybody at any given time because Mm -hmm. i know that they're going to do the job we had a claim this will really hit home for you reba that was up north and we couldn't get a roofer yeah no i'm i'm not surprised but (laughs) we're going to talk more about this because we're just going into a break here real quick but we have gail welfringer from first mark insurance with us and we're going to be right back after these messages on open house with team reba Welcome back to Open House with Team Reba. I'm Reba Hass of Team Reba, Remax Metro East Side. And Eric Osnes is here. Another episode of Open House with Team Reba. And we've got Gail Wellfringer from yes. First Mark Insurance with us. Thanks again for joining us today, Gail. Absolutely. So always happy to have you on and and uh, enlightening us on some crazy stuff going on in our, in the, of course, from the insurance world. Mm-hmm. So I imagine you see a ton of all kinds of goofy stuff. Indeed. Um, I wanted to wrap up though. We, we had kind of started the last segment talking about flood insurance. So, and I know there's yeah. some big changes that just kind of came into effect, you know, with, with flood coverage. Can you kind of bring us up to date on that? Absolutely. So um, isn't there any, it's just nothing more exciting than talking about insurance and then adding <laughs> flood onto it as, too, as well, right? Uh, but it's, it is particularly important to anybody it's that's super important <laughs> here. sitting in Come a flood on. zone. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. We'll hit all the major plagues, you know, right, as we kind right. of through this. You know, for anybody that is actually, I witnessed a flood happening, you know, live, it's, it's just not, it's just not a fun time. And mm. it does happen. And it mm-hmm. is in the Northwest. So let's talk about our, our one ugly monster that we have to deal with from time to time. So FEMA, who has probably been, um, and I will write that, sorry, FEMA, I should say the Federal Emergency Management Agency. So that right. is the flood flood program is run by the government. Mm-hmm. And because it is a natural disaster, so that's uh, that's not a bad thing. The government <laughs> can have that program. But it's insurance agents, insurance companies that actually manage it. So it has been the same system with the same technology since 1968. Yeah. So Mm -hmm. it was time for an update, and I think that there was a lot of pressure coming on them. So they have done a complete uh, reinvention of the whole thing, so it's called 2.0. 
um, okay. which is interesting. I guess the first one was 1.0. I'm not really sure. <laughs> but it's 2.0, which makes it Someone sound- sat in a conference room and went, <laughs> that sounds good. Super flashy. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and they call it equity in action. And really what it is in a nutshell, because I know it, getting down in the weeds is really not a good idea with this. We could talk for hours and hours and hours on end. And um, we don't have that much no. time. So if we just take a look at it, flood used to be rated solely on zone. So if you just happen to land in that zone, and I will tell you a lot of very unhappy consumers would be like on the border of that zone Mm -hmm. and they'd get Uh. looped in as if they were in the middle of the zone and that was very unhappy time but they would rate everything on zone so if you were anywhere near a river or floodland you know any kind of floodlands Mm -hmm. or any kind of uh, tidal Mm -hmm. lands or any of that Mm -hmm. you got looped into that zone and you had to have flood insurance had the maps if you got lucky and you owned your home then you could say i'm not doing it Mm -hmm. but most people had to get it meaning owned it outright right if you owned it outright not with the loan to get a mortgage right if you're in a flood zone you have to have you have to have it right right because that lender wants their interest in your property um covered yeah yeah so now we're switching yeah now we're switching to risk so the easiest way to explain it is your flood policy will now be rated just as if you were a homeowner policy so it's going to be based on the actual height the crawl space all those measurements are different used to be you could get a discount if you had an elevation certificate it doesn't matter anymore because you're not it's not going to do you any good anyway oh, that's what question i was going to ask okay. yeah okay. so okay. the home will be based on replacement cost it'll be using traditional um, algorithms, the same ones that we use for how we figure out how what a hor- uh, what a horse, geez, a house is worth. Excuse mm-hmm. me, and then the rating will be um, accordingly. Okay, mm-hmm. so that's the big one. Assumption is still there. So here's the thing. Another tip I mentioned this last time: if you are purchasing or thinking of purchasing a home that is currently in a flood zone, which hopefully you know that before you mm-hmm. go into that transaction, you can assume that flood policy, provided that the a current owner has it. Mm-hmm. So assumption is not going away and it will always be your best bet. Okay. Way, way less expensive. Correct. Than a modern Correct. policy. Okay. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So there'll be a certain amount of uh, customer, c- consumers that will see their rates go up a little bit because their home is being re-rated. Mm-hmm. There'll be some that see it go down. Uh, so it's just kind of a, you know, whirlwind on how that's all going to work. But there is some good news in this and that'll be equity and rating, right? So you're, mm-hmm. you won't be looped in just basically because mm-hmm. you landed in that zone. Okay. But can so, you get a waiver still, though, or that's just... Yeah, what we call the LOMA, which is the map mm-hmm. revision that okay. says, hey, I know you think I'm in this area, but I'm really not. So mm-hmm. those those types of things. But you would have to, again, call the surveyor, bring them out, mm-hmm. pay them and all that. So there's still going to be some, some uh, availability to doing that. Okay, mm-hmm. gotcha, gotcha. So I just also want to um, bring up for our listeners, though, that... There's there's a lot of people who just, they look at property and just, um, it's funny you use the word assumption, but you mean it in that you can assume someone else's policy. But assumption shows up also that people look at how a property is cited or where it's located and think, oh, there's no way this is going to need flood insurance. Because there's, there's the mandatory type stuff we're talking about, but I'm going to bring up, don't just look at flood maps. Find out history of your property, whether that's through clue reports or doing research. And here's why I say that, Gail, is because um, I've already mentioned, because uh, I know for Eric, some of the flood insurance is he's very specifically asking for his place that's on waterfront <laughs> right now. Uh, no, no, Gail through. and I already have a dialogue going yeah, on. No, right I know you do, but <laughs> yeah. you're, just, you're just now extending it to our listenership. <laughs> um, I'm now thinking about it, though, from the standpoint of, 
one of the properties I'm in the process of purchasing just so happened I got a chance to talk to the homeowner of one of the properties. And this thing is up on a on a hillside up above, you know, it's in Oak Harbor and it's up above their little, you know, marina area and such. And honestly, if I hadn't had this, now I saw that she had a sump pump system and that there was this whole like dry basement thing. And I don't, I wasn't sure exactly all the nature of it. Well, what I found out in actually talking to this homeowner was, oh yeah, she grew up there and this entire area around her for whatever reason during heavy rains floods. You would you would think it'd just be draining up, but there's something about either mm. how the area was Probably built clay, out or know. the soil structure. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's it's mm-hmm. something. She wasn't really sure exactly what it was, but this house had had. This is why I was having you pull clear reports because thankfully they do have the dry basement system. It's a lifetime warranty. Those are things that make me feel very very good about buying this house. But she's like, oh yeah, you're going to notice, you know, that if you're here during some of the stuff. There's going to be, at, in wintertime, there's going to be like a standing puddle in this one area because it never goes away. Like the drainage or whatever mm-hmm. the city has done or not done impacts the neighborhood. And she's like, I know that house is flooded and that house is flooded and that house is flooded. And I was like, mm-hmm. oh, this is getting interesting. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Now I feel even better about the fact I'm buying your house with the brand new lifetime warranty triple backup sump pump system (laughs) Mm -hmm. (laughs) like good and i have all the documentation she's like one of those like super anal people with everything and like little plastic covers and perfectly documented i'm like great i'm gonna need that but uh you know so it's 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 also reminding people flood insurance can also uh, there's other kinds of flood insurance available that's not necessarily the fema stuff but things that you might want to think about for your home. Correct. As, yeah, especially in private. these wet times. Mm-hmm. Yep. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Can you talk a little bit, Gail, about about that? I, I remember looking at one home. We had a purchase transaction going and we just had a snow. The snow melted and um, we looked under the crawl space and there was probably 10 inches of water. It looked like a pool mm-hmm. under underneath the crawl space in this yeah. home. The uh, realtor, the listing agent was furious that we wouldn't close this transaction, you know, and, and made all sorts of boasts and threats and things, you know, but mm-hmm. bottom line is said, no, you know, this isn't right. It needs to get fixed. Can you talk a little bit about, I guess, two things. Number one, the damage that water in a crawl space can do over time. Yes. And two, uh, the responsibility of a homeowner, if they know about it and they don't do anything about it. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. So, and it's a great segue away from flood because flood is kind of its own animal. And, mm-hmm. and if you're in a flood zone, you know it. But yeah. water is just incredibly intrusive. And yeah. even if you don't see water, it doesn't mean you don't have moisture, by the way. Mm-hmm. So, and we're gonna, I know we're going to talk about winter preparedness, but water is kind of an all-year preparedness sort of a thing. So we have basements. We love our mm-hmm. basements. I don't know if that's a Northwest thing or a countrywide. I don't know if, well, people have basements. Well, we do. And those basements tend to be damp all the time because they're sub-terrain, right? Mm-hmm. They're below mm-hmm. grade. And so you could be a downspout on the house that's backing up and mm-hmm. going between mm-hmm. the foundation and making its way down. Yep. It could be, um, you know, through some of the crawl spacing. It could be Or all just all these downspouts places. we have of people that they don't get it moving away from the foundation. I can't believe how many times I see a downspout that just dead ends 
right no by the footing. Box. No, yeah, yeah no splash box. No nothing. Like seven bucks or one. I know <laughs> or ones that get crushed mm-hmm. by a car and they never change it. I mean, like we as humans, I mean, we are super lazy. You know, I mean, like we we really are human beings just in general. Um, you know, like. Yeah, I well, I have this with a client who is selling a place right now. We ended up through the transaction getting one of these things fixed, but they'd lived in this house for ten years, where one of the downspouts had become disconnected, uh, another one was crushed, another one was just ending right by the foundation, and you're you're thinking to yourself like it. That was just a little weekend project, but I'm I'm just as guilty of it because I'm in the process. I'm going to have to get some roofer names from you, even though I've got contractor guys, because um, we're constantly having to get new names of people. But like, I'm going to need a new roof on my house, and one of the things I'm going to have to change out is one. I don't love the built-in gutter system because I think it's just fraught mm-hmm. with problems. And not only is it fraught with problems just inherently because that's a terrible design mm-hmm. that was ever put in here, but my ex-husband freaking guy drives me nuts uh i can't get rid of the mistakes like yet um so when i get my new roof on i'm gonna get all new gutters and fascia boards because he disconnected a bunch of my downspouts when we were having some stuff some work that he was doing and painting that was done and i never put him back that's a problem it, is a, it is a problem. It and is a problem. So, and they're so, in areas I can't get to. So, okay. no, but here's the thing I'm watching it start to show up on my house. You bet oh, you yes, are. It will. Yeah. And here's my question to you then Is that covered? Is that covered by insurance? So insurance companies probably are, not. Yeah, insurance companies are starting to change just a slight bit. So I will tell you that there's been some movement with a few of our carriers that now what we call hidden water damage mm-hmm. leakage and seepage, there are some extenuating circumstances. And Mm -hmm. here's one of the things I would say, and it's not with every carrier, so please don't take this to gospel. Check Mm -hmm. with your agent and that carrier. If there was a zero chance you did not know or Mm -hmm. have any reason to believe there was an issue, it Mm -hmm. is deep Mm -hmm. in the wall or somewhere Mm -hmm. where you can't see it, Yeah, there is room for coverage. Okay, They never pay for the repair of the pipe or the mechanics of whatever caused it, but they will tear it out Mm -hmm. and wait for you. But wind-driven rain. Wind-driven rain. It depends on where it's at. We just had $30,000 of damage replaced for a client on a house. 27 years of wind-driven rain, most of it not covered. Um, And you, I can tell you for a fact, could not see it anywhere in the house. Couldn't smell it, but it was bad damage. Oh, boy. Well, go check yours. We're going to be right (laughs) back. More Open House with Team Reba. We're going to be right back. Stay tuned. Welcome back to Open House with Team Reba. I'm Eric Osnes from Homebridge Financial Home Mortgage. And I'm Reba Haas from Team Reba. And Reba, uh, we always forget to put this out there, but if people want to reach you, uh, have questions, things like that, how do they reach you? Well, we generally like to ask that they either now use our Facebook page for Mm -hmm. Open House with Team Reba because we will answer your direct messages there. Um, Also, it has phone numbers for me if you want to track us down that way. Um, and that can be cell, uh, text, however you want to use it uh, for that number. Or there's always our general email, which is info at team 
reba.com that's t-e-a-m-r-e-b-a.com because that way um, anyone in our team will see that and uh, we can at least get somebody to respond to you because like if I'm out at an appointment I want to make sure somebody gets a response to Mm -hmm. you right away about when someone can be available to answer your questions and you can send those questions in uh, as needed so uh, how about for you sir pretty straightforward you can email me anytime eric at eric is my banker.com i'm also on facebook and instagram and all that mm-hmm. and twitter eric is my banker just mm-hmm. look look me up that way mm-hmm. and you can give me a call 206-915-ERIC 206-915-3742 okay speaking of information Miss yeah, Gail Welfringer yes. from First Mark Insurance how can our <laughs> listeners reach out to you should they like to discuss their insurance needs absolutely we we have a new phone system now which i'm super proud of which that means i can take text messaging through my work number yay 206-707-9959 that will come straight to me i don't need much information just go hey it's me call me (laughs) that's all i need (laughs) i'm pretty aggressive when it comes to that so don't worry about that or my first name gail g-a-i-l at spelled out as a word firstmarkinsurance.com Got it. Easy. All right. Winter preparedness. Mm -hmm. Gail, what do we need to do to make sure we are prepared? Yes. Don't wait till winter. (laughs) There you go. We're right there. We're right there. Today's a good day. That's right. We talked about it. Um, Sooner the better. A lot of times what happens is because we probably should have done some of this stuff in the summer, but we didn't. So Mm -hmm. um, I can give you kind of a handful of things, and and most of these are going to be pretty commonplace. So Mm -hmm. number one, we talked about it. Check your roof, clean your gutters, do all that kind of stuff. Please keep all of that away. Just keep it away from the home, Um, especially if you've got any kind of uh, maple leaves, the big leaves. They tend to clog. Yes. Uh, Fur needles tend to clog. And so get that blower out there. My neighbor needs that bad right now. Yeah, you know, I'm kind of a, I'm kind of a, blower freak i love to get out and use my blower and <laughs> and so you know i was out there this last weekend blowing off the sidewalks but um there's a good reason to do that and just check keep your eyes open and take a mm-hmm. peek and just kind of do those things we talked about basements basements will tell you when there's something wrong because mm-hmm. they give off a scent yes they Moisture do gives a scent it does you talked about i don't remember if you were on air or not but you talked a little bit about rodent intrusion mm-hmm. yes rodents are looking for water too. Right. They don't want just a dry space. They actually want a water source too. And one of our biggest rodents, which doesn't really have any legs or anything, is mold. Mm -hmm. It's a huge rodent. And guess what? Guess what mold likes? Peace and quiet. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. To be (laughs) left alone. Leave me alone. Keep me warm. Put me in the dark. Yeah. Put me in the dark and let me grow. Yeah. So just keep an eye out for that kind of thing. That sounds like some people's teenage children. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry. Um, You know, protect and insulate all your exposed piping. And if you live in an older home, keep in mind that a lot of those older homes didn't have the same technology when homes were being built. Homes mm-hmm. are built differently now, and a lot of that stuff right. is in interior, a little bit deeper in, and it doesn't is exposed. But right. if I look at my 1942 home, a lot of the piping, a lot of the plumbing mm-hmm. is sitting on the exterior, right up against the wall. Mm-hmm. Right. So you've just got to be extra careful and make sure that stuff is insulated. If you can't, 
keep your lines dripping when it gets mm-hmm. cold. Just a nice slow drip. And I know mm-hmm. that drives everybody crazy, but it, it what will it drive helps. you more crazy is, is your pipes bursting. Is your pipes bursting. So just mm-hmm. keep a nice slow drip if it does get cold. Yeah. Um, a light bulb on, will it doesn't mm-hmm. seem like a big deal, but a light bulb it's left on to make will a difference. help out. Please don't leave your space heaters on, however. Mm-hmm. Yes. We're going to talk about that. Mm-hmm. I'm telling you, I mean, everybody's guilty of it. We love the heat. We love the warmth. We love the space mm-hmm. heaters. Please, please be careful with those space heaters. I can't emphasize it enough. You mm-hmm. know, running extension cords a- around beds or across dressers or we just got to be Under careful. carpets. Oh, we have you to know, be so yeah. careful. Put your hand on the cord. You know, if it's been running for a while and feel it, warm. if it feels warm at all, you have Turn a problem. <laughs> if it's too hot to unplug. Yeah, that's not good. You got a problem. Yeah. Right? yeah. What about yeah. those cadet heaters, the wall heaters? Yeah. So, and this is a really good one for people that are looking for property. And it's probably going to come up more with, with maybe somebody that's done, um, I, I would say, an inadequate flipping job. Uh, so if you've got a furnace issue, it's expensive to replace a furnace. And mm-hmm. if that house has had any upgrades done to it, please keep in mind that a lot of times they'll do a flip where they'll pull the furnace out and replace it with cadet heaters. Mm-hmm. If you've got cadet heaters, and I'm saying wall heaters, cadet's the name. I was going to say, that's a brand. Boxes. Please forgive me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But wall heaters, we just know the word. It's like yeah. Scott towels, Little right? squirrel cages. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Right. That's right. So just keep in mind, if the unit is newer than 2000, it's hit different regulations, which is going to make it a little better. Mm-hmm. Insurance carriers will still demand that that heat be thermostatically controlled, meaning mm-hmm. we don't need, we aren't going to rely on a human to turn it off. We need mm-hmm. the system to be smart enough to turn itself off. So well, and I keep that in mind. I want to make sure and have a distinction there, because a lot of, it's not just somebody who's flipping there's new construction that they love to call it zonal heating mm-hmm. and there are wall heaters with fans built into them and they are usually thermostatically controlled in that situation. So I don't want people to like hear mm-hmm. this and be like, oh God, I got to get these out of here. I, um, a lot of people now are putting more and more of the ductless in. Um, but I will say um, I'm with you again. Another one of my bad ex-husband leftovers is... He disconnected our baseboard heat in what is my primary suite. I don't have heat, so I have a space heater. And I will tell you, I make a point every day to have to make, during the wintertime right now, to make sure that I go turn it off. So even and though I work it. out of my home. <laughs> don't just turn it off. You know, unplug you know, well, and that's and, Okay, I know, and what, see, to, I know what to get you for Christmas then. because Okay, I got an idea. Because what? a smart for, plug. You have oh, a Wi-Fi yes, enabled yes. plug and it just shuts off at a certain well, time. Well, so what day. I'm actually looking into right now is um, to get ductless heating. Mm-hmm. Because the Which thing is, is I had looked at having furnace stuff done in my house, but because I have an addition. And that's the thing is a lot of these houses out there have additions. And then those are impacted by the different modes mm-hmm. of, of course. you know yeah, types yeah. of things that are out there. Well, so, those... so I'm looking at getting that. But I'll, I'll say, you know, for folks who are considering the ductless, there are a lot of other ways to finance those things. So if, if you priced them out, because they're not inexpensive, they can be like 6000 to $12,000, depending on how mm-hmm. many you're putting in. Um, there are some other ways to finance those things, mm-hmm. and it's worth it so you can get away from these more dangerous type ways Absolutely. of heating Speaking your home. Speaking of, I, I rented a, a home up in the mountains, and it had the little wall-mounted mm-hmm. you know, heaters with wood paneling. And there was a thermostat on the face of the, the heater unit, and uh, it, it malfunctioned. And I was outside. I came in after half an hour, and the, the 
the uh, dial for the thermostat had melted. Oh you know, my this gosh. thing was in full on mode, and I was probably minutes away from that that exactly. house catching on fire. Yeah. Well, then it's a house that I'm renting. I don't know this home. It's a mad dash around. Where's the circuit panel? Where's mm-hmm. the breaker box? And right. I finally found it down in a basement hidden behind a picture on the wall. Oh, dear. And, um, right. and I was able to throw the breakers and avoid this thing cooking off. Uh, but, boy, I so I, I mention that because also when you buy a new home or if you're in a home that you're not familiar with, know where that's at. Exactly. Know where your, your breaker bar, know where well, your breaker's yeah. at and where your water too, shutoff is as well. Well, keep in mind, lots of people are using Airbnb and Verbos yeah, now. Exactly. And so same thing. Yeah, don't just uh, don't make those assumptions. That's going to be my buzzword today. Just don't make the assumptions. And also really quick, because I know we're kind of running low on time here. Yeah. But please, please, please um, just know that if you're going to use your fireplace, it's been sitting for a long, long time and everything thing you name it's probably been in there please spend the money for a chin- chimney sweep please yes. have that chimney inspected yes. before you light up a fire please remove your fuel sources yeah. I, I just i walk up to houses and see piles of firewood sitting next to the door i get it it's mm-hmm. convenient mm-hmm. but it's also but it's fuel dangerous. for a fire so please remove all those fuel sources away from your house as well agree got it all get, right. them, get them away and tarped over so that they're not rotting either. We do the work now and we enjoy the benefit later, right? Absolutely. So, yeah, we love our homes to pieces, but we aren't yeah. going to love them if they're in pieces. So, yep. And Gail, <laughs> you, you gave us a really cool winter preparedness checklist. I think we we'll can get that. We'll put that up on yes, the Facebook page, Open House at Team Reba. Please or take Erica's that test, baker. everyone. There yes. you go. <laughs> yes, good test. All right. Well, thanks for listening, everyone. Hope you have a great rest of your weekend. Listen up next week, Saturday at 2. Sunday at 3, Open House with Team Reba.